Hello, Yogi. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Aiko, and on this show, we explore ways to put spiritual theory into sustainable practice. Welcome again, Sham. Thank you so much. So, let's continue from where we left. We were saying just a small recap. Uh, we we went through chapter 1, 2 and 3 of the Bhagavad Gita. In chapter 1, which is uh, explain the yoga of doubts, Arjuna is expressing his doubts to Krishna. In chapter 2, which is the yoga of analysis, uh, there was an overview of the entire Bhagavad Gita. And the main point was the analysis between matter and spirit, right? Correct. Okay. Then uh, last time we talked about karma yoga in chapter 3, which is the yoga of action. And um, and here we, we just talk about how... Um, how someone can be detached from the action itself. And lately, in the Bhagavad Gita, we will see also how yoga is also about to be detached from the result of your action, right? Yeah, yeah those are like different levels of karma yoga. And in the chapter after this one, uh, it will be about the nishkama, karma yoga. And that's when you are already detached from action and their results um but you still engage in them because it's your dharma so i just read a super beautiful uh quote yesterday um that was saying like that knowledge is learning something every day and wisdom is letting go of something every day and i think it's super powerful and it's also very much related with what we are going to to see now in chapter 4 which is the yoga of knowledge yes and of course like uh, in this quote you read like knowledge is the type of knowledge described there is is kind of if you detach knowledge from wisdom of course the, the yoga of knowledge in the, in the in the Bhagavad Gita that includes the wisdom because that's like the yoga part it's not just knowledge but it's the yoga of knowledge um, so that's an interesting, uh, I mean, an important point to make there in regard to that quote. So what is happening in this chapter between Arjuna and Krishna? Yeah, so in the beginning of this chapter, Krishna tells Arjuna that uh, he has been speaking this knowledge, uh, like teaching this knowledge to uh, the sun god at the beginning of creation. Uh, of this material world and uh, Arjuna then asks him like how how is this possible because we are both the same age so how could you have taught this at the beginning of creation and Krishna tells him that we have both been reborn many times uh, but the, the difference between you and me is that I remember and you you forget so we just hear some some days ago from Mansbro who is who was also interviewing this podcast and he's a um, professor of, of religious studies in Finland he was telling us that there is a connection between the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita 
and um, how God is described in the Yoga Sutra, which is another very important book for us yoginis. Can you say something about it? Yes, yes, this connection here is precisely about this part here in the beginning. Uh, because God is described very, uh, very little, you can say, in, in the Yoga Sutras. Uh, it's only giving a few it's only in a in a few words kind of distinguishing god from like an ordinary soul like you and me and like one example is we are striving to get enlightened but god has always been enlightened um and it is also said there that he is the, he is the teacher of the ancients and that is what what he what what krishna is describing here in in bhagavad gita that he he was teaching this knowledge to the sun god at the beginning of creation and um so that is so he he has been uh, he has always been enlightening uh, others and others have always gotten enlightened so that's that's like the, the distinction between uh god and the yogis and the yoginis mm. and then uh in the bhagavad gita how then it's going on in the chapter so after that um uh, like having said having told arjuna that that um that they both continually like take new births krishna is is kind of explaining like like he has a different purpose for taking birth than, than others like like we take birth due to karma and he takes birth to to establish dharma in the world so whenever dharma has is kind of how you say on the downslope <laughs> and then krishna comes to to restore it and that's the that's the idea can you explain the concept of dharma yeah so dharma means to kind of to uphold so it's kind of to to maintain like like balance so you could say dharma is like your your duties in this world and it, it is um it is also kind of like a moral an ethic to kind of be disciplined and and be strong morally to kind of uphold the container that you need for uh, inner spiritual cultivation because if if you don't kind of uphold this um this container like your your kind of spiritual efforts will just kind of uh, slip out through the cracks so what's the main point of this chapter the main point is to point to the the value of spiritual knowledge and how to um, how to get it and how you get it yes so so has been as has been kind of pointed out in the beginning here like you you get it from a teacher and then how to get it is described more towards the end of the chapter it's um, it's talking about how to approach a spiritual master uh, a teacher a guru and there are three steps there it's you should be uh, submissive so that let me that, like this means that you like you're submissive in in front of divine knowledge it's like you're not approaching divine knowledge for the sake of kind of pushing your own agenda but like you are um trying to understand what is the like what is god's agenda so that is what it means to be submissive the second step is to ask relevant questions um to the teacher and the third is to 
once you have understood that you uh, you engage in in service, so so that it's not just some uh, some kind of entertainment to hear from from the teacher, but you you kind of put it into practice, which means service. So it doesn't necessarily mean service like mopping the floor, which which you know could also be done, and and it's a good thing. But but it means to to put it into practice and set an example for other people. That is the way actually to to serve the teacher. That's how you. That's that's how you can give something back for something invaluable like that. So I hear many times people saying that uh, they have many teachers or that they are their own teachers or that the Mother Earth is their teachers. So what would you say about it? Um, yes. Um, like we all have many teachers and we ourselves can be one of our own teachers but uh since no one has only only one teacher <laughs> i say since, since what uh since you can't have only yourself as your teacher because it w- it would mean that you you already know everything and then what is the point of even saying saying that you are your own teacher like what can you learn if you already know everything um but you can you can of course learn things uh like from your own like life experience and learning from your mistakes and and also just your own genius um but it's all part of like the the web of life like it's not like you you are not something isolated first of all um but also we it's very easy for us to kind of uh have blind spots where we need to kind of see things in ourselves that others can see very easily so that's just a very simple example of how we like we need uh we need others to 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 gain knowledge mm-hmm. it's a little bit like going to school like you can be as genius as you want at six years old but at that age you can't attain attain like university level math you first have to learn one plus one and then slowly go ahead. And of course, it's all up to the teachers to teach you that, that somehow the the intelligence to reach that is inside of you, but you need some guidance until the university level and then perhaps and hopefully you will become even maybe better than your teacher or anyway, you can become a professor yourself is that correct <laughs> yes and 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 that is like the kind of the ideal relationship when the teacher is kind of just uh bringing out the genius of the student or like kind of directing or and guiding the, the the genius of the student um it's a it's a it's a, like a dynamic uh, relationship mm. that's very beautiful so would you say that uh, everyone needs a teacher in their life or many teachers depending on which stage are in their life yes uh like one one needs to one needs to uh to commit and that that kind of requires that you, in a sense that you have one main teacher at first 
um, because if you have many teachers uh, and you kind of s say that you commit to all of them it's kind of easy to fall into the trap that okay I will I will follow this part that I like from this teacher but if something is kind of not so easy to, like not so easy to do then you say oh, okay well, well but, but now I'm following this part from another teacher so you can only like sail around and only accepting the kind of things that are in your comfort zone yes exactly like the things are that, that are not challenging to you mm -hmm. so so it's important to to be to be committed to, to one teacher to understand like the oneness of the of kind of the kind of teacher principle and, and then like you will uh, be able to kind of see that one teacher principle in many teachers so that um, you are not limited so to speak <laughs> to one teacher so is that a thing that you just called teacher principle that is what krishna is talking about that he taught to the son yeah like you could say that, that krishna is the teacher principle he's the he is kind of the the root of the teacher principle that appears in many places in through everything through yourself through every like you can learn to see it in everything and what would you say to someone who doesn't believe that Krishna is God? Um, then you, then you can simply listen to to these things and think think of them as mythology, and, and that can be very liberating because and that's uh, like uh, both for me as speaking now and and also for you as the listener that uh, these are teachings that you can you can think of in any way you want. You can think of them as as um, absolutely true you can think of them as a way to th as a way to think as a mythology um you can think of them in an esoteric and, and a mystical way so so in this way like i can be free to speak to speak about god in the, in the way i wish and you can you and you can be free to to take it the way you want as as it uh, kind of suits you thank you so what will come next if you can just give two words about chapter five yeah so something about chapter five the first thing that comes to mind is um is the description of of someone who uh, it's called a, a brahmana in uh, no a pandit the description of a pandit like like in uh, in today's world the word pandit is kind of used as a as a derogatory word for like people who think they know it all but so so there is an interesting description of the word pandit in in the fifth chapter meaning like someone who is in in knowledge and it means that they a pandit is someone who who sees kind of those who are high up in the social order and those who are really low down in the social order like even so so low down that they are considered to be outside of the social order this is talking about indian culture and um, and also like a dog <laughs> and dogs are not very very like well regarded in indian culture but so just like think of like a like a dirty street animal or something and then think of an elephant and, and all these kind of different um, beings are seen as the same by someone who, who is a pundit so, so that's an important, um, like a so like a real pundit would not, you know, behave differently towards these different kinds of beings. 
That's very beautiful. Okay, so um, I think for today it's all and we see you for the next chapter. Okay, looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you. I hope this episode fulfills its purpose of inspiring you. If you like it, feel free to share it, give a review or a rating, subscribe. And if you have any questions, please get in touch at aikoyogareiki.com. Namaste.